Hi, folks. Welcome to episode 73 of the Wealth on Any Income podcast. This is where we talk about money tips, techniques, attitudes, information, and provide inspiration. I'm your host, Rennie Gabriel. In past episodes, we spoke about how to build an income and expense report, how to measure the level of pleasure based on where you spend your money, how to track your money in five to 10 seconds, what to look for on a net worth statement to see how close you are to complete financial choice. And last week, we had Matt Champagne talking about how to keep your clients forever by using intelligent surveys versus the junk questions too many companies send out. Today, we have as our guest, Debbie Allen. Debbie, also known as the expert of experts, is an internationally recognized business growth and marketing positioning expert. She's been a professional speaker and business mentor for 25 years and presented before thousands of people in 28 countries. Debbie is a best-selling author of nine books, including The Highly Paid Expert, and hosts the Access to Experts podcast. She's also a VIP contributor to Entrepreneur Magazine and an award-winning entrepreneur who has built and sold numerous multi-million dollar companies in diverse industries. Debbie, welcome to the Wealth on Any Income podcast. Great to be here with you, Rennie, for sure. Love to share anything we can today to help people build their wealth, build their build their passion and make money from it. Love that. Well, yeah, you know, talk about that. Tell me why you're doing what you do. Well, I, you know, as starting out as a paid professional speaker was like, oh, okay, I get paid to get on stages, right? And then that whole thing changed in 2008 when I realized there's a lot more ways to create multiple income streams around my knowledge besides just getting on a stage or traveling. I mean, you read my introduction, 28 countries, super exciting experience, uh, culturally diverse of learning so many things, but you know, that gets old, three years on a world tour. Uh, so, you know, I love helping people build businesses. That's my number one thing I'm jazzed about. And I've loved, you know, as an entrepreneur since I was 19, never applied for a job in my life. I, I have to actually spell it because it terrifies me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to fill out a job application. I'd be like just a mess. Uh, so I'd either be fired the first week or be buying the company. I don't know which. <laughs> but <laughs> and, and then, you know, never attended a day of college. And and uh, just, you know, because I started out as a business owner since such a young age, you know, college was not an option. I was a terrible student in school. So that wasn't an option either. You know, I always wanted to learn what I wanted to learn to grow my business or what I was passionate about, not what I had to learn. And I felt that way from a very early age. That's so, I'm so glad you just said, told, gave that much of a background because it's a fit for, uh, I have two older grandsons, 19 and 17. The older one is taking the traditional route and going to college, but the younger one, it's not a fit for him. Mm-hmm. And what you said makes me feel very comfortable that he doesn't have to go to college to succeed. Like I said, he's only 17 years old. He's already saved up and created a $300,000 account for himself. My gosh. Yeah. I think so, you're a good mentor for him. I think that, uh, <laughs> he, yeah, he doesn't need to go to college. No, no, no he has read my him. book. He has quizzed me on what I've done and how to do the same thing. So, 
Thank you, Debbie. I appreciate hearing that. Well, hopefully, uh, my listeners are aware that I donate 100% of the profits from the work I do to charity. Tell me what your favorite cause, Charity for Cancer, does. Uh, well, you know, I've, I've had a lot of family members uh, I've lost from cancer. And then my best friends, I lost two best friends that I just, you know, would never have imagined that they would have passed from breast cancer. They were so healthy, looking at them, you know, fit. And, and both of them had such amazing personalities that to lose them and lose them so quickly. And my other best friend now has uh, skin cancer, melanoma. <sighs> stage four, but she's, her attitude has been amazing, but she got actually into a, it was a new funded experimental, kind of an experimental situation where it would increase her immunity versus going on chemo. She never did mm. that. Oh. Um, and the doctors had, when she was diagnosed four years ago, they gave her six months to live and she's healthier, feeling great. And four years later, right? So you can't listen to what doctors tell you, that's for sure, uh, on something like that to give you a sentence. But I think that the, the new therapies that came out uh, to help her with her immune system were really amazing. And she didn't have the money. I mean, she's living on social security like, mm. so to get a grant, you know, and so that's what funding for that would help is, you know, get grants for, for women like herself to, to live longer. That, that sounds like such a fabulous organization. Thank you for sharing that. And let's get back to the topic about uh, business and tell me who are your target clients? Target clients are people that are kind of like me that want to learn my life's work. They want to be a speaker. They want to be a coach. They want to be a consultant. They want to have online courses and other maybe master classes, all kinds of things around their expertise, their knowledge, what they know. And, and that's what I do. I teach people how to create an expert positioning statement and brand so that they can go out and find clients easier and consistently in, in multiple different ways. As we know, there's just a few different form of communication, uh -huh. like a book, yeah. you know, a book is one way. And then from the book, you might want to go do an online course. You may want to go to a live event, um, you know, so building a business around all of those income streams. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Now, since you've been so successful in business, having built and sold numerous million-dollar companies, I'm going to guess not everything was a success. Can you tell me what your biggest failure, whether personal or business, would have been? Well, one hits me right now, and I think about it like, oh, that was that was painful. I've reinvented myself many times as, as the business has changed and the world changes around you, but um, I was, I've been doing events, you know, live events for 15 years. Mm -hmm. And I started out from doing like small little 30 people, 50 people events to going to 600 people in a ballroom, like bam. Yeah. Um, and I had a partner at that time and we went, we need to launch it big. We were like, we're going to go big now. And I, okay. And then we were at that time, it was Mark Victor Hansen and Jack Canfield that mm -hmm. were doing author events. And those were the big ones everybody went to that was in our field of speaker, author, yeah. coaching. And I was like, wow, look at that stage production. Gorgeous. <laughs> you know, but how much does that cost? Right. And, and then she meets the guy that, that's doing the whole stage production. And it's, and he's like, I'm going to fly out and talk to you guys. So he flew out from from California to meet us in Scottsdale and look at the venue and then give us uh, a quote, which was $30,000. And that was yeah. 2015, right? And we were doing little events, uh, which had a very small budget. And we we're like, we're not going to hire him. We'll just see what he's doing, right? And of course, 
we were drooling and we just went, if we're going to come out, we're going to come out, we're going to do it. So we invested 30,000 just in the AV production. That's not even the ballroom. That's mm. anything else. Uh, went all out. And so we launched it big where people were like, whoa, okay. And I'm like, who would I want to be in the room with? All the people I've attended mm-hmm. events, like, you know, Tom Antian was one of my speakers and T. Harv Ecker mm-hmm. and John Asheroff and Laura Langemeyer. And oh, all goodness. Those people. Yeah, yeah, I know so, the names. Yeah. So, and even Harv told me, I'm not going to come and speak live at your event unless you have 500 people. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, we're going to have 500 people. I'm like, what did I know? Right. Dan Kennedy didn't come, but he sent his, uh, his main people there for that. They, they filled a hundred people. They put a hundred seats. They filled a hundred seats in one day. On mm. So, so it was the right timing where email marketing worked, uh, where those multiple speaker events worked. Um, and so we ended up doing a half a million dollars in a weekend, which was mm-hmm. hooray, fabulous. Then we found out that our merchant account was freezing our account. And then a month later, we were still jumping through hoops and they said, well, it could be another five or six months before we clear all these charges. Oh, and, geez. Yeah, right. Uh, so yeah, hold your breath. And then I was actually speaking at an event in Las Vegas and I get a call from the merchant account telling me this. I'm like, I got to go on and speak. I'm like, ah, yeah, where am I going to come up with $500,000 to pay uh, all these? So uh, yeah. So then of course we had to find a merchant account. We asked some of the speakers to take some of the charges on themselves. And luckily we had such a great people that, you know, we had built relationships with that we would trust them and know that they could uh, take this on for them. We end up, you know, stressing out for an entire month with this, the money isn't coming in, we're going to lose sales, which we end up losing a number of sales from that. But it was, I think, one of the most stressful times because it was this big high, like, wow, we actually had success. And then to have somebody, you know, put their thumb on you and say, well, yeah, just success, but we're going to hold your money. Like, that was very stressful. Like, I just didn't seem fair, but I didn't know the game back then. Yeah. I learned the game pretty quickly after that, but um, you know, one little thing you didn't check in that box, uh, checked everything else off and um, didn't check that. Uh, so, you know, it's uh, you know, from that I've learned to just reach out to the people that can help you. And that's really where you do. Don't freak out. Don't think you got to take it on by yourself. And just like I met you, Rennie, is these collaborative partners and, yeah. and, and they helped me through that. That's one of the things I say over and over again. It doesn't matter if I'm talking about building a business or having a successful relationship or creating wealth. It's a team sport, not a solo sport. And that's exactly what you're talking about. Thank you, Debbie. Yeah, it makes um, me stressed just by thinking about it. So we'll go on to the next question. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's do that. So what are the typical feelings your prospects experience? Uh, they experience confidence from the very first call. And the reason being is because a lot of them tell me, I've been trying to figure this out for years and you nailed it in one hour. Like what they could monetize, how they could position their business, who their most ideal target market would be, um, and how that target market would relate to the wisdom and knowledge that they would have to share with them. And, And then from that very first call, as we start out with that keyword rich business name, then we go grab all the domains, and we have a business plan from day one. So here's people that have been, you know, doing the squirrel. I call it the squirrel syndrome, yeah. you know, invested in all these puzzle pieces and think it's going to work. And then one day that confidence happens. Like I see it, I get it. This makes sense. And I, I can do this. And, um, and then it's all planned out. They start seeing the vision. 
because I can see the vision before yeah. they can most of the oh, time. Oh yeah. That's yeah. yeah. That's always yeah. easier when you're on the outside. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And the, see, that's the thing. They were so close to it. They can't see the most obvious things that they could be doing. Exactly. And, and we're, yeah, we're all examples of that. Well, um, this is a, that's a perfect lead into the next question, which is, do you have a case study to illustrate uh, something specific that happened for one of your clients along yeah. those lines? I have so many, but the one I like to tell the most is someone that didn't think like an entrepreneur. So they had to not only switch their business, their ideas, um, they had to create a business that made money and they didn't know how to do that. So uh, my, my client, Stacy Danford, based out of Texas, she is just like an adorable personality. She was, she was a school teacher, an art teacher for over 20 years. Didn't matter, Renny, if she's a good teacher, a bad teacher. Didn't matter if she was teacher of the year, nothing. She would make the same amount of money no matter what. Here's your mm-hmm. job, come and do it. And $45,000 a year is all she ever made. And all she knew was to get a paycheck. Like, mm-hmm. I'll show up, I get a paycheck. And when she wanted to create this business on gratitude, first of all, people told her, how can you monetize gratitude? It's like a soft skill, right? Right. How? And then nobody was paying her to speak on gratitude because she was speaking at schools and other places where they thought, okay, this is a nice give back. It's a nice topic, but, you know, you know, and she's cute and adorable, but we're not paying. Right. So then she met someone who knew me and they referred me. I started working with her before I met her in person. Uh, started saying, yes, we can monetize this as a speaking business, definitely an online course, live events, retreats, all kinds of things. But we have to put gratitude with business somehow. We have to have, yep. um, you know, a show how it really works so the average person can understand it. And so very early on, I learned that when she left her job as a teacher, she went back to school. That's what teachers know. Go back to school <laughs> and paid a lot of money to learn how to be a neuroscientist and specifically a neuroscientist that studied how the brain is actually affected when we have gratitude in mm. our in our lives. Mm-hmm. And the reason she chose that as her passion was because one of her students said, he came to her one day and he said, Miss Stanford, I'm so thankful for you. I would have quit school and been on drugs right now if it wasn't for you. Every mm. teacher didn't like me. They didn't treat me well. I hated school and you I'm just so grateful for you because you cared about me Mm. and that stuck with her. That's why she wanted to teach it and then started, you know, you know, studying it and then studying how the brain. And so I'm like, Oh my gosh, we can claim you as the world's number one neuroscientist on gratitude. And then started teaching more of the brain features and uh, how the brain is actually at work. And so then that really took off. So then she started getting Ted talks and then started getting, high-end paid speaking engagements. Her first course she ever launched, $20,000. I mean, that's like half her paycheck, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So she made over six figures her first year, not even knowing how to be an entrepreneur. And here's the thing she said to me, Renny. She said, I only knew how to collect a paycheck, but I didn't know how to go out and make money. Mm, right. Oh, uh, beautiful. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. So she's one of my favorites because of the whole thought process, plus you know, being able to monetize a soft skill with uh, a uniqueness that she, you know, that we found uh, with the neuroscientists, you know. Thank you, Debbie. That's got, that's going to be so very helpful to our listeners. And um, hopefully you have some valuable free resource that people can get from you so they can connect with you. Do you have something that our listeners can uh, use? 
Of course, I just finished this landing page. I'm really excited about because on the page is like, you don't have to sign for a webinar and then wait for it to come up, right? Like it's evergreen. You can go watch it when you watch it, plan 30 minutes, go watch the video, expertpositioningsuccess.com, expertpositioningsuccess.com. So I click on there. It's all about how and why expert positioning works to get you better clients, make you more money. It also walks you through all of the multiple income streams that I teach And then there's a one-page business plan. And I walk you through that saying, okay, if you want to make $200,000 a year, here's all these things. And I break it all down so you can actually visually see it on the 30-minute video. Then you opt in for the handout. And the handout is a 16-page high-quality handout that gives you 30 steps to build an expert business. And it gives you that whole income stream wheel of all those different ideas. There's like, I don't know, 20 different income streams I have. And then the one-page business plan so that you can actually do it. So it's all in there. And if you feel like you've watched the video, you've looked at the handout, this is for you and you want to learn more, then you can apply for a call with me. And I do have that by application to make sure you're the right fit if you want to do a personalized program with me. Oh, terrific. Well, I'll be sure to put that in the show notes. Again, that's expertpositioningsuccess.com. All right. So that'll be in the show notes. The uh, last question is, what should I have asked you that would give great additional value to our audience and also answer it? So what question should I have asked you? Well, I have this quote that I leave on my desk and look at it every morning. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Uh, And so I ask if you're listening to this and you've been going, well, that expert positioning stuff sounds great, but I'm not an expert. Uh, I can't call myself an expert. I would beg to differ with that because a lot of people have had experiences in their life and have gone through different things that they just haven't discovered what area they could be an authority or an expert at. Um, It's not for everybody, but if you want to make a difference in people's lives, you're passionate about sharing something and making a difference, then uh, definitely consider doing that because it's definitely the way to move way ahead of your competitors. And if you don't claim it, somebody else will. Thank you, Debbie. Debbie, thank you for that. And thank you for being on the show. And to my listeners, thank you for tuning in. You can listen to the Wealth on Any Income podcast on your favorite platform and please rate, review, and subscribe. And if you'd like to know how books, movies, and society programs you to be poor and what the cure is, then log on to wealthonanyincome.com forward slash TEDx. You'll hear my TEDx talk and you can request a free 27-page roadmap to complete financial choice and receive a weekly email with tips techniques, or inspiration around your business or money. Again, that's wealthonanyincome.com forward slash TEDx. Until next week, be prosperous. Bye-bye for now.